Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 91, verses 1 through 2 and 9 through 16. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, so that you, not, you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Those who love me I will deliver, I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me I will answer them, I will be with them in trouble, I will rescue them and honor them, with long life I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. Exodus chapter 5 verses 10 through 23. So the taskmasters and the supervisors of the people went out and said to the people, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go and get straw yourselves, wherever you can find it, but your work will not be lessened in the least. So the people scattered throughout the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters were urgent, saying, Complete your work, the same daily assignment as when you were given straw. And the supervisors of the Israelites, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why do you not finish the required quantity of bricks yesterday and today as you did before? Then the Israelite supervisors came to Pharaoh and cried, Why do you treat your servants like this? No straw is given your servants, yet they say to us, Make bricks. Look at how your servants are beaten. You are unjust to your own people. He said, You are lazy. Lazy. That is why you say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Go now and work, for no straw shall be given you, but you shall deliver the same number of bricks. The Israelite supervisors saw that they were in trouble when they were told, "You You shall not lessen your daily number of bricks. As they left Pharaoh, they came upon Moses and Aaron, who were waiting to meet them. They said to them, The Lord look upon you and judge. You have brought us into bad odor with Pharaoh and his officials, and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. Then Moses turned again to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you mistreated this people? Why did you ever send me? Since I first came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has mistreated this people, and you have done nothing at all to deliver your people. Acts chapter 7, verses 30 through 34. Now in forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. And as he approached to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses began to tremble and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, for the place you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the mistreatment of my people in Egypt and have heard their groaning, and I have come down to rescue them. Come now, I will send you to Egypt. Good morning and welcome to the 
to Thursday after Ash Wednesday. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 91, Exodus 5, and Acts 7. And <clears throat> it's, a, it's a difficult read for me particularly. Um, if you haven't uh, visited the post, my substack, I encourage you to do so, pewpew.substack.com. The last several entries, I've engaged with some bad theology that came through uh, another another veteran, a Vietnam Marine Corps veteran. I don't name him, it's not important, but the internalized bad theology, uh, I don't know, I think it stands on its own. It's essentially, as a summary, um, I wrote, and I made it a video, you can see it on YouTube, I wrote that... Um, you should not assume all soldiers kill and don't ask if they have because it assumes that all soldiers kill. He didn't like that. He said, you know, the typical toxic pacifist line, um, you know, you're complicit in murder, innocent civilians, war, blah, 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 blah. Ignores economic realities, ignores um, strategic realities. Um, and it just, it's, an, it's a cheap balm for hidden wounds, both by veterans, but also civilians who know in a democracy you have more power than you really want, that you do have the power to change shit, but it's the soldier's fault, not our fault, right? And so in this morning's readings, well, and I I point that out um, in these two or three last three posts, and I really would like for you to read them if you have the time. And this morning's readings is difficult because um, Moses um, first appears on the scene after speaking with God in the burning bush. And the Israelites for 400 years had been slaves. Or not, maybe not 400 years, but um, they were made slaves. And they've just kind of accepted their place. Um, they've just, you know, internalized their position in life. They forget about Joseph. They forget about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Um, all they know is shit. All they know is stupid. Um, and these Israelites make no, or the, I'm sorry, the Egyptians make no attempt at like justifying it. They just say, fuck you. Um, find your own fucking straw. Oh, that'll take time. No, no, no. No. Quota stays the same. Shut the fuck up and drive on. And the Israelites, they, they try. They go to Pharaoh and they say, why are you treating your servants like this? And Pharaoh is the same, gives the same line. You're lazy. Fuck you. You want to go out to the desert to sacrifice the Lord because you're fucking lazy. Because you don't want to do work. And nothing can be further from the truth. The reader knows it. The Israelites know it. Pharaoh fucking knows it. But all they know is the suck. All they know is if we want to survive... If we want as little pain as possible, we we bend backwards to the will of these fucked up Egyptians. Um, chattel slavery of the American South is similar. Uh, not the South. It happened all over the U.S. It's similar. If you want to survive, if you want as little pain as possible, don't, you know, bend, don't break, right? Um, and then people like Frederick Douglass, um, Harriet Tubman come along. And they say, fuck those who say fuck you. 
um, they speak to other slaves, uh, enslaved people. And a lot of enslaved people say, you know what, no. I, uh, the evil I know is better than the evil I don't know. I saw this in Iraq. I was there in 2004 when they still, Iraqis still kind of trusted us. And I saw that sentiment change gradually over time until they were eventually throwing rocks at our Humvees. Um, and what they're, what I got through our interpreter who bunked with me um, was that they were tired. They, w they preferred the evil they knew. Saddam Hussein was a horrible person and a horrible leader, but they knew how to get along. They knew how to make it manageable. And manageable is, it doesn't work for them, but shit, it's better than what you don't know. It's better than the, the evil that this douchebag is calling freedom, right? Moses comes along and says, we should go out and sacrifice to the Lord. We should have a festival. We should do the things that um, God asks of us. But what Moses calls freedom, the Israelites call danger. They call it a risk. And they, they take convincing. And it's difficult for me in light of this, um, these posts that I've written because the military community, soldiers and veterans have been writing me for a decade and a half. And I've made it my lot in life to say fuck you to those who say fuck you. Um, civil it's not civilians, but it is civilians. It isn't and it isn't. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm just, I'm not going to let the bastards get me down. But nothing's going to change until the military comes together as a community and enough people begin saying, you know what? Fuck you to those who say fuck you. No more thank you for your service. No more, you know, PTSD. I'm a human being and I'm going to start acting like that. And I expect you to act that same way. Um, Soldiers have written me for years, and they support what I'm doing privately. Um, but when it comes time um, to do something, something relatively small, it's difficult because the evil we know, the evil we know is 17 suicides a day. The evil we know is thank you for your service and shut the fuck up and drive on. Um, and we don't want this thing that so many others before us have called freedom because it's it's not it's not easy to see how that is better how that evil is better than you know the the evil that we have right in front of us and so we uh, accept the evil that we know um, and we don't want to rock the boat any more than civilians want us to rock the boat um, and I, I, this comes in the wake of those three posts because I got <laughs> I got four unsubscribes from the post, but I've got this exact same number of soldiers or veterans emailing me and replying to the email saying, "This is it. You hit it on the head. I mean, like, keep it up." And to those who said that, I've asked them, like, share it. Give it to other people. You know, put it on your social media. Say something. Do something publicly to show that this is that this is something like a consensus. And some people are on social for you know veteran related reasons. Um, and some people are like 
They don't, I don't know. I can't speak for them. And I don't see those things that maybe are done. I, I just don't. Um, and so there's this complicated dance with, you know, capital S, stupid. I really don't give a shit what stupid says, whether that's the toxic theology of this Vietnam veteran or the the caricatures of mainstream theology. I don't. I'm not really talking with them. Um, I'll pull them into tweets sometimes um, so that, you know, people know that this is, these are the people that, you know, are most likely to say these dumb shit things. Um, but it's really, I, I'd like to think I'm addressing other soldiers and veterans. Um, and the reading this morning feels like what I think the landscape is is doing. You know, the the Israelites go to Pharaoh and say, "Hey, you know, they they do their, they do the 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 first thing they see, right?" And Pharaoh's stupid. You're lazy. Like, who can actually believe that's the fucking case? But it doesn't matter because Pharaoh's got the power, and the Israelites know that it's an uphill battle to get any to get anything like power. And God will come along and, and correct that, um, you know, imbalance. Um, but we don't have, I don't think, that luxury of waiting on God to do something that we could do ourselves. Um, and I'm not talking about, like, turning rivers to blood, you know, none of that shit. Um, but I do think that we, that we too easily throw up our hands and say, well, don't engage with stupid. And that's fine. Like, I, I I, think that's perfectly all right. But then what do we do uh, when we know what, you know, what the suck is and what our brothers and sisters are going through and who may not be as cavalier or stubborn as we are? Um, like, I don't, I don't do this because it's something that I want to do. I want, all I want to do is fucking teach. That's all I wanted to do. Um, but when I demanded that I be, and my people like me be treated with human dignity, that's when shit started to go downhill. Not because I asked for anything that I didn't work for and earn and deserve, um, but because I violated the the terms of of my enslavement. I suppose um, I insisted. Look, no, I'm not. I'm not putting these chains on. Um, and it took me long enough that I understood the contours of that kind of system. Um, but I mean, I, I, you know, well, I won't say too much, but, um, I don't think that we should accept stupid. I don't think that we should accept the suck just because it's evil we see and what we don't see, we don't, you know, it makes us nervous. Um, I'd like to think that soldiers and veterans can stand up for their own human dignity and their own rights and their own um, self-worth just as we stood up um, in service to our country. Um, but it takes uniting together as a military community. Um, it takes not necessarily engaging with stupid or stupid people, um, but supporting one another and coming up with a framework to 
undo the damage and the the narrative that we've internalized about um, you know how enslaved we are to like mental health or fill in the blank. Um, I think it starts with us. A prayer of self-dedication from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.